Hi, welcome to the Fit Mind Project. I'm your host, Barry Ash, and this is... Lady Laura Ash. And today we're coming to you with a slightly different podcast. Today we're not talking to any A-list celebrities. We're not talking to anyone famous to give you that great bit of information. We're going back to the grassroots, and we're going to bring you our clients, our very special clients, and we're going to talk to you about... Habits. And this is taken exclusively from one of our calls with our guys who are on Freedom 90, which is a program that we run. And as Baz says, we're going to be focusing on habits because we all have them, good and bad. But what is it like for somebody like you guys and like us in a real life conversation This is a really interesting one, and I think you guys are going to love it. So if you struggle with bad habits, then you're going to really enjoy this one. So, um, yeah, ladies, this week in habits, um, it can either go two ways, right? Um, I remember on the very first one, uh, the ladies picked up that swearing was a habit of theirs, but they decided it was a good habit, so literally the whole call was just like a load of cuss words. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, bless them. So it either goes one way or the other. Some people are like, oh, my gosh, this is really actually quite enlightening, and other people kind of have a bit of a laugh and stuff with it. Do you know what I mean? But whatever it is for you is totally cool. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah. So So what sort of habits have you sort of found? I know I read in one of your posts that, uh, it's easy to find the bad habits, but it's really yeah. hard to find the good habits. Yeah, and I think it, what I think one thing we have to really remember is what is a habit. Mm. You know, mm. and it's literally where you do something over and over again, and usually habits are things that we've done so much that they're just really easy to do, like brushing your teeth. I brush my teeth with my right hand. No, hang on a second. Yeah, with my right hand. That much of a habit, is it? Right? And it's basically like practically automatically. People are like, now I'm going to brush it with my hand. It is so weird to do. Like, so weird to do. I, my teeth are fine with this hand. If I get this hand going, I've got gum disease straight away because I'm, like, jabbing myself and cutting <laughs> the gums open. <laughs> And, and that's all it is, really. And, you know, you guys have got a lot of good habits. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's interesting where your focus goes, your energy flows at the end of the day. So true. And I always find that so interesting. So, yeah. I've got a question for you guys, though. Why do you think we spend more attention on our bad habits than we do our good habits? Maybe we don't even realise that the good habits that we've got, they're so ingrained, like brushing teeth, that we don't actually recognise them as good habits. Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't even give attention to those ones and we focus our attention on the things that we feel judged on or you know, or we judge ourselves on, really. And why do you think we spend more time or our attention on those ones rather than the good ones? Because we're too we're quick to pick up on negativity. We're very quick to pick up on yeah. anything else? It's kind of got you where you are, really. You know, if, if we hadn't, well, for me, particularly my bad habits, if I hadn't got those... I wouldn't probably need to do this course or be doing this kind of thing because I'd have sorted it out myself. But um, yeah, cool. it's probably where you are, really. Do you? I think they're the things that make you feel trapped. 
Yeah. Because, because they are a habit, you know, patterns are really difficult to break out of. So I think we focus on the things that we feel we're doing wrong because we feel trapped by them and it really feels difficult to change them. Yes, yes. It's because, this is, this is my take on it and there's loads of different takes on it. I believe that we've got two parts of our brain, okay? We've got part of our brain which is like Teflon, things that slip off it and they're the good things. The good things come in, we do the good habits, they go in, boom, they've gone again. And then we've got another part of our brain which is like Velcro. And anything that we need, we believe that needs fixing or changing, we hold on to it. So it comes in and it's stuck. So we, that's why we focus all our attention on our bad habits because we believe that they need changing. They need attention to them and they need fixing, if that makes sense. So we tend to focus all our energy on them because they need changing. But that's a vicious cycle because the more time we pay attention to it, the more they're going to be pissing us off and the more they piss us off, the more we do them. Mm. So we've got to weigh up the balance. So at the moment, we've got negative thoughts, positive thoughts, and we're like this. But if we just change our focus onto the positive things we're doing and we tip the scales, then we tend to focus on there. We feel good about ourselves by doing the good habits. And then these are sort of in the background. They're, they're always going to be there. Mm. And we, we can't say, right, I don't want to think about them, but we can push them to the back and bring the good thoughts to the front of us. That's the way I see it in my head, Teflon and Velcro. Mm. And the only reason why we hold on to them thoughts or focus our thoughts because we want to fix them, we want to change them. I think, um, like um, Jill, you, you've come up with a really valid point in that um, they're, they're difficult to change. And what we have to remember is, you know, say, for example, smoking's a bad habit, Right. If you think about it, you didn't come out the womb chuffing on a cigarette, right? Okay. Even babies that have been born as heroin addicts have been able to break that habit. You know, if you've got the mom and she's that far in and she's, you know, really on the juice, the baby's going to pick that up as well. And you have babies born that are heroin addicts and they're able to, to break that as well. But I think sometimes we feel habits are you know, can't be broken is because we think we have to do it all in one go. Well, that's one morning. I've got to just not do that. But what we have to remember is habits weren't formed like that. You didn't wake up more, one morning and go, right, I'm going to do this. It happened one at a time, 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 one at a time. And so the way that we revert that is we go one at a time. One at a time. And we do it in one. One is the magic number. So say, for example, I don't know, a bad habit is, um, well, I'll have a look at one of your bad habits and I'll kind of, you know, sort of show that. Do you know what I mean? Um, Mm. It's literally that we just revert it one action at a time. That's it. Until, and that might take a week. It might take a day, it might take a month, it might take a year, it might take 10 years, right? But Mm -hmm. it is literally about just going, right, I don't want this habit anymore. What can I do to change it? Oh, I've noticed I'm just about to do that. Right, what am I going to do instead? What am I going to do is that? And it's just one, 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 one. Because we can deal with things better if we just focus on one, one, one thing. 
Does that make sense, guys? Yeah, yeah. Really does, yeah. Oh. So, who would like to who would like to go first and just talk to us about the habits that you found? Yeah. I don't mind. Go on, then. Go on, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> um, so should I go through good habits and then bad habits? Is that... Yeah, go on, then. Yeah. I'm so pleased you said it that way round. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my good habits are that um, I'm polite and well-mannered and respectful. Um, I drink water. <laughs> um, I really take pride in my uniform and in my job, and I always give it 100%, um, and I'm always prompt for work and reliable at work. Um, I always do my best at my job. Uh, I make my bed as soon as I get up because that was something that I'd seen on um, that a naval commander had done recently on a Facebook a few months ago. Not and it started with just like make your bed in the morning, first thing which I do. Um, I drink water as soon as I wake up. I take my medication regularly. Um, I keep in touch with people and I'm sensitive to other people's feelings, which, you know, is a habit um, that I've got into. And then, <laughs> bad habits. <laughs> and do you see that these were developed over time? You had to learn to be polite. You had to yeah. learn to be well-mannered. Well you had to learn to do your uniform. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Stop chewing stuff, please. She's chewing air. She's chewing air. She's... Uh, <laughs> so okay, yeah, I can see cool. that with my kids as well because obviously manners are really important to me so and I know that again they weren't born with good manners but they've been taught along the way and now they have good manners because it's kind yeah. of ingrained in them yeah. um, but then my bad habits um I procrastinate and I do put things off um like exercise is the biggest one really and organizing things and um, I eat in front of the telly so I tend to eat unconsciously um I probably watch too much telly in the evenings and at bed, you know, close to bedtime, which then impacts on my sleep. Um, I pick at the kids' food. And if I'm really honest, I always make them a bit too much of something that I like. So then I eat <laughs> <laughs> um, especially chips and fish fingers and things like that. Um, I don't exercise regularly. I drink to relax. I eat to relax. I'm not consistent or persistent. Um, I, I don't have great sleep habits. I worry about the future quite a lot. Um, and to quote Diane, I slash tires, and I'm also monkey see, monkey do. If somebody else is doing something, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, and I really beat myself up for my mistakes. And another big one is I have a very bad case of can't be asked itis. So oh, I think. <laughs> Um, but I've broken that today because I had a late night with the crew last night and I was in bed thinking oh I just can't be bothered I can't do the pod call and I came up with all these excuses and then I thought how am I actually going to feel if I don't do my pod call today so and I got myself up and got my coffee and healthy breakfast and all that kind of thing and I'm just now really pleased that I'm here and I didn't go down my normal route of and all that kind of malarkey so yeah that is a that's a really big win and i think we need to section our day off into these little wins putting, yeah. putting the duvet off i've won at that going into the shower yeah i've won at that and there's these little small incremental wins that we go through the day and every win we do makes us feel a little bit better makes us feel a little better and by the end of the day we've had a fucking amazing day because i've done all these little wins so that, yeah Really, 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 really good thing you've done there. So I'm going to cross that off your negative list. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's good. I think the procrastination and putting things off, I think um, one thing that would be really good for you is what we call a self-starter. 
yeah. and a self-starter because what happens is when everything's going well in life, it's it's great, right? And everything's going well. And we call that PMA, positive mental attitude, which is the right um, mental attitude in any set of given circumstances, right? But then we go into a negative mental attitude, right? And what happens is as we start to come down, we're coming down, we're coming down, we're coming down. But we don't stay negative too long. We go what we call inert. And when we go inert, we freeze. We don't do anything. And at that point, what can help you is what we call a self-starter. And we've all experienced it when we need to do something that we don't want to do, right? Like work out or, you know, do the food shopping or run the hoover over or unstack the dishwasher or make the food, oh, I'll just put it off, put it off, then I'll just have some biscuits and a cup of tea. Do you know what I mean? And um, it, it happens like that. And I think for you, Jane, it would be really good to get like a self-starter. It's almost like a pact that you've made with yourself. When you say this, this happens. I'm just going to turn that light on. So, um, for example, um, mine is just simply, excuse my language, but it's like, for fuck's sake, Loz, move your ass get up, right, and that is literally, I will go like that, fuck's sake, Loz, get up, get up, and even if I don't want to get up, I have to, I'm like, get up, get your body up, 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 it sounds ridiculous, right, but you know exactly where I'm coming from, Um, Baz has got his ding ding, so do it now, do it now, Um, and there's lots of different ones, but you make a pact with yourself, and I think imperfect action is a really good thing for you because like spontaneity is like whoa because you're very much like me you like certainty in life Mm -hmm. Um, and you know having that spontaneity is is something a little bit out there do you know what I mean yeah Uh, and uh yeah I find it really really interesting um how do you feel looking at your list um what I realised about sort of the bad habits was that they make me, um, I think like Jill said, they make me feel quite trapped and almost powerless, really. Um, and it does, it creates that negative chatter with, oh, you're weak and, you know, oh, you, you never stick with things and yada, yada. Yeah. Um, and then that leads to the tyre slashing. And um, whereas the good things, because I've started to do a little app and it's, um, it's, building those little habits so it's drinking the water it's making your bed um and you have a list every morning and you tick it off and they do they I feel like it's building my confidence even though it's just silly little things I just feel more positive and that kind of thing so um but yeah even though the bad habits some of them are terribly bad it's just the negative chatter and the that, that it creates really with the brain going oh yeah see that's another thing you've not stuck to or you always do this and that's the worst bit I think for me yeah and that's almost a part of your um super ego personality they call it the super ego um so you've got the id, the ego and the super ego and the super ego is very much I almost see it as the the head teacher well you could have done a little better there, couldn't you? Well, you know, you did a bit of a half-assed job there. 
I think you should go back and do the rest of it. And it's that moment that you walk away and you're like, oh, for God's sake, and then you have to go back and do it. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) And uh, and that is sometimes brought in if you've had a strict upbringing or you've had a strict schooling or something like that because that's the behaviour that we pick up that we think we should be doing, da-da-da-da, this kind of stuff. But what you have to remember is, Jane, that your work, at your best will always be someone else's worst. Is that the right way of saying it? Your Somebody else, no. Your worst is somebody else's best. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Whatever way it is. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's what it is. That's the best you can. <laughs> doesn't matter what anyone else has done. Yeah. <laughs> but that comes back to your monkey see, monkey do as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's yeah. my biggest one. If somebody comes in the oh, gym, it's a nightmare. We've got, I've got, I've got clients in the gym, and they, I've got a financial advisor, I've got a builder, I've got a car mechanic, I've got people from all walks of life. Whenever they come in the gym, I want to be doing what they're doing. <laughs> and I'm like, no, Baz, it's not my skill set. I'm not. I can't even change a blooming tire on a car. And that's how we ended up with the worst investment ever: a flat. <laughs> Yeah, I had a um, I had a bloke who buys and sells flats and houses, so um, I use Loz's money to purchase a flat. The rest of my pension money, worst <laughs> investment ever, right? Worst. It has cost us more than you can possibly imagine, and to get out of it, we're going to have to extend the lease. Was anywhere between ten and fifteen grand. Just don't even go there. So monkey see, monkey do can be very, very dangerous. <laughs> very dangerous indeed, right? Um, so, yeah. I mean, this week, what I want you to pick is I want you to pick one thing. One thing to change. That's it, right? And what this is going to do, it's going to help us to... Um, it's going to help us to form your ABC routines next week, your bookending. And to be honest with you, I'm starting to see the bigger picture now when it comes to food and drink and your sleep because your sleep is all over the show. It is all over the You're show. You're like a time traveller, really, you, aren't you? You are. A t- you totally are. You're right? a new Doctor Who. You are. <laughs> a new Doctor Who. Um, and it is literally all over the show because you're here, there, and everywhere. And I'm not, you know, and I'm not surprised that your sleep cycle, your circadian rhythm, is all over the all over the show. So, you know, when you're in your hotel room, you get time to relax, you get time to chill, do you know what I mean? But when you get home, it's almost like, because when you're, when you're here now, you haven't got any responsibilities. Yeah. Really, you've got nothing. But when you go home, you've got a lot of responsibilities. So you're starting to think as soon as you're on that drive home, well, I need to do this, need to iron the kids' thing, need to do the washing, need to get the shopping in, da-da-da-da. So the mind starts racing. So that's when you go to the um, the drinking and everything to relax because it actually calms you down. You, you've then got an excuse to sit on the sofa, you know, and watch TV. And look, you know, this whole thing of too much telly, at the end of the day, I don't care if you watch six hours of TV, as long as you get what you need to get done. Jane, I'm going to introduce you to my friend Vic. You listen to what he does, and then you see what too much TV is. Yeah, trust me. It's... Look, I, we watch TV before we go to bed at night, 
I, I do that, right? And a lot of people be like, don't watch TV before I go to bed, turn it off for an hour. No, no bugger's going to do that. No bugger is going to do that. We all want to sit in bed in our underpants and watch TV, right? That's what we want to do. I I love sitting in tea, I love sitting in bed and watching TV because it relaxes my mind down personally. In her underpants. In my underpants. <laughs> you know, so and I actually am because I, I sleep in underwear. Um so you know, very much it is like, is that it does it work for you? If it works for you, do it. If it mm. doesn't work for you, then we might need to think about changing that. Yeah. You know, sometimes we don't need to change things for the sake of changing things. Mm. We just don't need to. and Because if we think, right, well, that's not what they're doing and that's how I want to live, but it, don't just do it because that's what somebody's told you to do or that's what they're – it's a shiny object over there and it's good what they're yeah. doing. I mean, if, you, if you're like, right, I'm going to do one episode of something, then you stick to that. You make that your deal and you go, right, I'm going to do that and then I will go to sleep. Because the, the, the problem comes when you start going, Ooh, just oh, my God, I can't believe it ended like that. I don't to find out you know and that's when it starts to become a little bit you know of a, of a dangerous thing basically yeah. uh, does this all make sense jane yeah it does yeah does it help yeah. In any way? yeah yeah it is thank you yeah yeah cool. any questions jane that need answering um i don't think so no i think that yeah i just need to choose one and and like you say just break that one and what ones do you want to choose? Um, Should we come back to you at the end? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is very quick. Stop procrastinating on it. Yeah, stop procrastinating. Listen, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> very quickly, Jane. Um, last week, we obviously had a little bit of a chat about that you actually like to have the wine and everything in the evening. I said about the clash of um, uh, values and that. Mm-hmm. Have you had a chance to think about that on a standpoint view and, and kind of maybe? Yeah. yeah, and I read, I think it was, you posted about like Joanne's, um, I think about the FODMAP diet and things, and it was the three S's. And I thought, yeah, trying to do something 100% and give everything up just isn't working for me. Um, and it, it isn't the three S's really, but something like that, that, maybe the 80 20 where I've got some flexibility and and then I'm not beating myself up for breaking a rule if you like which is what I don't like to do yeah and look at the end of the day um just like I said to Joanne you know at the end of something if you're like oh my god thank god that is over do you really think that's going to be sustainable yeah yeah. You know, is it something that you can do? Because that's what it, the key is, is sustainability consistently and persistently. The reason yeah. you're so good at your bad habits is because you do them consistently and persistently. The reason you're so good at your good ones is because you do them consistently and persistently. So whatever you can do on a consistent and persistent basis that either serves you or doesn't serve you, you will be good at. You know, I did something on our Insta stories today on the rock solid one about, look, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what exercise you do, whether you go to a burlesque class, whether you go down the gym, whether you do a CrossFit, whether you walk every day, whether you take the stairs, whether you bop around in, in in the kitchen, whether you go and play football with your kids or frisbee, doesn't matter. It's just about moving your body. But we seem to think that we should and have because the fitness industry puts that in. You know, 
we must go to the gym. Who said? Oh, a bodybuilder. Oh, okay, let's all go to the gym then. Do you know what I mean? I'm not a bodybuilder. You guys are not bodybuilders. Yeah, if you want to. Oh, are you really? Oh, are you? <laughs> not I mean. But we have to do stuff we enjoy to start with, to get us going, to keep us sticking to it. And then we might go, oh, I'm confident, so I might give that a go. Mm-hmm. Great, then go and do that. Mm-hmm. One step at a time. Yeah. One step at a time. Okay. Yeah. All set. Right. Who lets go next? Go, go on, on, Jill. Go on, Jill. Off you oh, go. go on, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> my um, positive list was a bit sad. It only had a few things on it. So my top thing was that I am um, always... Oh, well positive and I always water first thing in the morning and I just couldn't think of anything else <clears throat> I mean it's not to say that I don't have other good habits but they were, they definitely did not spring to mind yeah. so my negativeness was almost exactly the same as James literally and all of my bad habits all feed into each other so it's it is, I've started drinking again. Okay. Uh, not like I was before. Um, but I can feel that I'm thinking about it all the time. Yeah. Which annoy, really annoys me. So if I do drink, it means I stay up really late. It means I eat really crappy, snacky food. I get really tired. I go on the internet and buy things I don't need. And it will always affect the following day, and then I start the next day thinking, oh, well, I've already sort of failed on this day already, even though that day hasn't even begun, really. Um, so it's, it's a pattern that I'm so familiar with. It almost feels safe. Yeah. But I desperately, desperately want to break out of it. Okay. Right. I love the way you, you describe that. And I love the way you describe it as being safe. And do you know why that this pattern that you're running feels safe to you? Well, it's partly because it's so familiar and it's partly because, I I don't know, this has only just occurred to me, but I do all of this on my own. Uh, So it means that I don't have any responsibility in it. Yeah. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I stay up late when everyone else has gone to bed. Um, it's just me saying to myself, I can do what I want. Yeah. Um, even though, at the same time, I've got a voice saying, well, you don't really want to. You know, if you play it forward, you're going to really be annoyed with yourself about this. But I always listen to the first voice. <laughs> not always. But... Um, now I can al- I can already tell that it wouldn't take much to get me to where I was before. Okay. So. Shall I tell you my thinking behind it? Yes, please. Right, we have six human needs. Have I spoke to you about human needs before? No. Okay, we have six human needs. We have four of them, which what we call our essential uh, or primary human needs. Okay, we we do them every day to feel a certain way. Okay, and then we have two which are our essential, which. Mm-hmm we do to get true fulfillment. 
So the first four, uh, we've got certainty, uncertainty, love and connection, and significance. Every single body does what they do to trigger one of them four. Okay. First, the primary human need that we all have, that we all try and fix on to start with, especially females, is certainty. Mm. Okay, so anything that comes up in our life, we think, right, do I know the outcome? Don't I know the outcome? If you know the outcome, that gives us a level of certainty of what we're going to do. And that's what confidence is. It's a level of certainty, but it's also the actions we do. So you, by when you're alone, you have the drink, you have the nibbles, you stab, like you're certain of an outcome. Whether it's good or whether it's bad, that's that's neither here nor there. But you know what that process is and you know how you're going to feel. But if you don't do that set, that pattern of behavior, you're a little bit uncertain about the outcome. Yeah. So we tend to shy away from it. Mm. But what happens in life is if we have too much certainty in our life, what do you think happens? We feel bored. We get very bored, yeah? And this is where the conflict comes in. So we do need a little bit of uncertainty to counteract the certainty in our life. For instance, you come home from work every day, you say hello to your partner, blah, 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 every single day. Then one day you come home and you say hello, something pisses you off and you have a big argument, you haven't got a clue what it is. That's because you've had too much certainty walking through that front door. Mm. We had to create a little bit of uncertainty and the easiest way of doing that is having an argument. And this is what where I see you, is you craving this certainty. Mm. Okay, and we want to feel it's paradoxical because you you're not really liking the way it's making you feel. No, but you know it. It's familiar to you. Mm. It's comfort for you. You you know the outcome. So it's just you prove to us that you can change. Yeah, but we just need to keep doing that one time, one time, one time. Yeah, so that becomes your certainty. Mm. You know. If I go to bed a little bit earlier, I don't have the wine every single night, I don't have the nibbles, I feel fresh, I feel more energised, I feel better about I feel clearer, mm. and that's the behaviour I want. So I need to become certain, yeah, more certain, that if I do this, this, and this, and this, I feel that. And the only way we get that certainty is by doing it on a consistent and persistent basis, mm. and that we, we forge that and we make that our new habit. Yeah. Okay, and all all that's happened is you got to a point where you got, ooh, this is a bit tougher now. It's getting to a sticky point where I've got to keep pushing, 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 and we're pushing, and the pushing is making us a little bit fatigued and tired. So mm. we back off and we go back to our comfort. We know what this was like. This is easy, mm. but when we get tough, we need to start digging deep and making that commitment to ourselves and doing the little little wins, little wins, little wins. Every single day, and that's all. It, that's all it is to take to change it. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, really, really does. Yeah. Um, Jill, I've got some thoughts. If that's all right. Yeah. So look, we need to first of all look at what's changed. So what's changed? What's different in your lifestyle? Do you mean since I gave up? To make the start again. What's changed? Just, you know, in your everyday life, what's changed? What's a big thing that's been introduced? Oh, I got a job. Right, excellent. So you got a job, yeah? Not really happy about it, but we got a job. <laughs> All right. I really need a 
job. I think it's just that I started to think, oh, my God, I, I can't fit it in. Or I, I, I can fit it in, but then I don't know how I'm going to get everything done. But I'm, and I'm in play, and it's a really big commitment. And that's next week, and exactly. there's a bit of drum there. Now, what does, and you've just um, kind of told us in a roundabout ways, what does going to bed late, having a drink, buying stuff on the internet give you? An overdraft. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What what feeling does it give you? And I'll give you a clue. (laughs) It's the... It, It really is. It's shame. Okay, but what is it giving you, though, deep down? And I'll give you a clue. Um, It is the name of this program. Freedom. Yes. (laughs) Because... I was going to say, F90. F90, yes. (laughs) Because here's the thing. You have started a job. Yeah. You have got so much to do. You have got a lot of pressure you are trying to fit in working out. You're trying to do everything. Now, that tends to make us feel trapped, yeah. suffocated. Yeah. What is the opposite to trapped and suffocated? Freedom. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And also escapism. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Right? And yeah. so... One of your highest, we have, everybody has emotional values in our life, right? Mm. And some will be higher than others. So, for example, Jane's might be comfort is her highest value, emotional value, Mm. right? Joanne's might be love. That's her highest emotional value. And these guys, they need to hit that every single day. And if they don't, then they freak out about it. Yeah. They will eat, they will do other behaviour, right? Yeah. For you, I would suggest that one of your top emotional values is freedom. I have never, ever thought about that before, but I think you're right. Right? You are a free spirit. You are not to be caged, right? Mm-hmm. And as soon as you feel caged, the behaviour that you do to get you out of that is have a drink. Yeah. I'll go to bed whenever I want. Yeah. I was told, and we see this a lot, and we go, did your mum and dad impose bedtimes on you? Yeah. My mum and dad impose bedtimes on me, and now I'm like, babe, I don't want to go to bed. (laughs) Can we just, uh, just 10 minutes, can we just start a little bit later? It's the biggest thing that we can do to get control back is decide when we go to bed because it's always you've got to be in bed at nine, you've got to be in bed here. Da, 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 do you know what I mean? Does yeah. Make sense? yeah, yeah. And so this then feeds in with the, the drinking and whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. all you're looking for. The yeah. only thing you're looking to do is get freedom to get escapism. And yeah. this is the way you're doing it because of feeling trapped. Now, can I stop it? so there is a rule in your life and there is a rule for all of these emotional values that you feel 
So for Jane to feel comfort, she has to be able to be at home with her husband having um, wine and nibbles, right? A hug from a friend is is not comfort. Yeah. You know, so that isn't isn't here, right? Joanne for love, right? It could be her kids giving her a hug or whatever, but you know, somebody giving her a present, that's not love. Yeah. You, your rule for freedom is I need to be able to have an evening for myself to do what I want, right? Yeah. That's your current rule. Yeah. That's what has to happen now in order for you to feel free. However, is that serving you? No. No. So what we need to do is we need to be able to create a new rule in your life which is easy to hit but very, very good for you Mm -hmm. so you can feel free every single day. Yeah. Now, that is down to you to have a look at. Baz and I can help you with that. Do you think the whole race to success would illustrate that really well? It could do. Do you want me to do that? You could do, but I don't want to um, want. overwhelm Jill with too much. No, no, that's cool. We can do that another time. And so um, <clears throat> is this making sense to you, Jill? Completely, yeah. But Jill, do you see how this is meeting your human needs as well? Yeah, I can. It's the, the certainty is coming out by doing this behaviour. Yeah. And we we do anything to meet our human needs. Yeah. So yeah. what we need to ask is, we have to ask the question now, what must happen now in order, in order for me to feel free? You have to get your little freedom fix every day. Yeah. 90 but whatever that little freedom fix is because in actual fact it's a paradox about the drink and the late night and everything because it is actually trapping you but what we're looking for there is instant instant gratification and that's what we're going to so we need to and that's when I played devil's advocate with you last week about all this working out when Mm. I I know that your highest value is freedom. I know that. And that is why I asked you last week, do you really think that's achievable? Yeah. And not to say that you can't do it, because I'd never say that, but it has to be simple. It has to be satisfying. It has to be sustainable. The reason you can do that on the sofa, simple. I just go get a bottle of wine and open it. Satisfying? Yeah. In the moment. Sustainable? Totally. Right? Uh, yeah. And you've done this before, you can do it again. But mm. before, we didn't have this bit. So I don't want you to beat yourself up because I think you'll agree what we have discovered is something truly enlightening here. I agree, totally. Right? Mm. And so now we need to go, right, now I've got this information, what can I do? Yeah. Now, hearing this, does this give you a glimmer of hope of... It, it really yeah, it really does. Yeah. I, so I need to work out what the new rule is going to be. Yeah. And just start doing it. Yes. And, and tell yourself, whenever you go for the alcohol, whenever you go to spend money on what I don't need, you have mm. to say to yourself, hang on a second, this isn't my rule anymore. Yeah. 
breaking a habit mm-hmm. one yeah. at a time. Is this my rule to feel free? Yes or no? No. <laughs> Why not? Because it's actually trapping me. Yeah. Am I feeling free? Not really. So what's my new rule? Mm. And then you go, right, no, this is how I hit that button. This is how I get my, my jollies off, basically, from, from feeling free. Yeah. Um, you know, you're a very creative person. Could be that you start a craft or, I don't know, do some shit like that, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. Maybe it is that you go to bed a little bit later than everyone else, but it's half an hour. It's three quarters of an hour. I don't know. What time do your husband and that go to bed? Oh, John goes to bed early. He's in bed by 10. 10? Yeah. Okay. The kids go to bed around the same time, and I go to bed after midnight. Right. So let's pull that back a little bit, because... Could you have an hour and say that that's my freedom time? Yeah. That's loads to do. It is. It is. Yeah. You know, and the thing is as well, this is going, I've got to do this, got to do that, blah, blah, blah. And I really think next week this is going to feed in lovely because we're going to have an AM routine and a PM routine. And we're going to get those nailed for you, right? Yeah. Um, but for the time being, I just want you to think about this whole freedom thing, please, and how you can get your jollies, whatever it is, by being free, doing something else. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. Any questions from the on? No. Brilliant stuff. That was great. Thank you. Cool. And if you watch this back, mm. I want you to see your face change. Oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> definitely. When we when we hit on some certain points, you'll actually, your whole face changed up and it lit up. Because you okay. had I will, yeah. Cool. Thank all you. is not lost. We're all good. Don't panic. It's all no, good. No, I'm not panicking. Good girl. Good, good, cool. Good. Joanne. Joanne, my love. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so, how did you get on this week, my love? Good. I've had a, I've had a very interesting week, I have. Uh-huh. Talk to me about it. I have been doing lots of research around food and, you know, different ways of eating and that kind of thing. And I made a decision yesterday, actually, which I started yesterday, to try and eat in a vegan diet. Ooh! Which I was just, I was going to go vegetarian for a while and see how it impacted and see how it, you know, if it made a difference health-wise and how I was feeling. But then remembering that dairy doesn't is not good for me. When I did the overnight oats of you know last week or whatever, it just wasn't good. So I thought, right, let's cut the dairy out and let's go for it. Um, and I actually feel I feel very different about it, which is really strange. Well, maybe it's not strange. Maybe it's because we do you know I've been doing the F ninety. But my typical thing of if I was going to start something new, I'm great at doing all the research. But while I'm doing that research, it's always in my head of, oh, I'm not going to be able to eat that. I'm going to do if I can't eat that. Oh, I'm going to miss that. Mm. Actually, I'm not feeling like that at all. Brilliant. I'm not. I'm just thinking, good. And if I come up against something that I think, do you know what? I actually really quite fancy that. Then there is nothing stopping me 
from having it if I want it. Brilliant. But I just don't feel, I haven't got that. I'm thinking about it in a really, really positive way, which is good. I don't feel clogged down by it. I'm not thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss that, blah, blah, blah. It's just the, it's, I don't know, it seems good. Yeah. PMA rather than NMA. You're looking at the positive side of going vegan and yeah. not looking at the lost less or never from going it. Yes. Yeah. Whenever you put lost less or never into any sentence, it gives us a negative connotation to it and it puts us into NMA, yeah. which, is, which is never a good thing. I think almost as well, you've got like a kid's mind about it. Oh, let's try this. Mm. Oh, that looks interesting. Look at any kid, they're curious. Right, and you've yep. got an air of curiosity around you. Let's give this a go. And, mm. oh, I wonder what happens. And, and I think we need to be more like kids, if I'm honest with you, yeah. and have a, have a more childlike uh, approach to something. Not having a fear yeah. of outcome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my kids think I'm absolutely crazy. <laughs> one of them keeps going on and saying, oh, God, we're going to see you protesting at the shops and, and that kind of stuff. <laughs> And I'm like, no, it's not for it's not for that. It's for yeah, I've watched some of the videos and yeah, it does make you think about where your food has come from, definitely. Yeah. Um, but it's more about I just think that that kind of those sort of foods could actually be better for me. Yeah. So I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna give it a go. And it is Perfect. it's it's right for who? You know, one of our Coaches always said it's right for who. Like you'll go to the doctors and be like, the doctor says my cholesterol's too high, five point seven, but high for who? Yeah, it's an average statistic. Well, if you look at my cholesterol, it's always at that. So high for who? So it's right for you, right for who? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, oh, nice one, Mrs. So what are your good and bad habits? Okay, so the good, um, a lot of the ones that. Uh, Jane was talking about really it's about um the timekeeping your work you work really hard um I put doing f90 that's got to be a good habit isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> um researching stuff um being polite and caring I'm a good listener so those sort of things um I could probably apart from crappy eating I could probably put all of my bad habits under one thing, and that is being really untidy. <laughs> oh, okay, untidy. I love it. You know, I, I really wish my mum was the most amazing person. I would say that she was like a, a domestic goddess. Everything was so clean and everything was so organised. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit, bit too much, maybe for a child's, you know, to have kids around, but. You know, she did the washing, she ironed it, she put it away. It took her 20 minutes to iron or whatever, and it was done. God, I just, mm. it stacks up, it stacks up. And I look at it and I think, oh, God, just put it away. And then when it, you know, I line it when I get it out or whatever. And I need to, that's something that does affect my head, though. Okay. Do the washing up. Kai can't be bothered. I'll leave it till the morning, which is terrible, isn't it? And then you do it and you get up in the morning, you've got a bowl full of dirty dishes. Yeah. And it, it does, it, it's not good for your brain. No, definitely, because you get that little niggling, the superego, the mum. Well, Joanne, if you've got yeah. me, then she'll use that as well, right? She'll be horrified. 
you know, I've taught you better than this. You should be yeah. doing, you should be doing those dishes before you go to bed at night. Short term pleasure, long term pain. Mm. Inst- instant pleasure. Oh, I ain't doing them now. So you've taken that pain of doing it away, instant pleasure. But when you get up in the morning, you've why didn't I do it? Why didn't I do it? Because how nice is it up in the morning and not have any dishes to do? I do the dishwasher in the morning. What do you mean? You take the dishes out of the dishwasher and put them in a cupboard. I don't have a dishwasher. <laughs> You've got poison, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I've tried that and it's, oh, my God, I have to rewash all the stuff. <laughs> You're clean on top, you've got bolognese stuck to the bottom. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> and I, I can kind of empathise with you here because my mum and my nan are exactly the same. Like, my nan would actually go out on her front doorstep and scrub it clean with bleach and everything, right? When you go in her house... You couldn't walk on the tiles. You had to walk on little carpet things that she put down. And kitchen roll. And kitchen roll, right? Oh, God. And doilies under everything. And and kitchen roll under everything. Like, you don't touch the surfaces. And and my mum is a nightmare as well. Like, everything has to be in its place. If it's kind of a skewshy, you know. I'm um, a little shit around there. Everything's perfect. <laughs> like, the sink, like, is like 10 years old, but it looks brand new, right? Yeah. Um, and then we start to feel bad because of, like, you know, the way we are, bits and pieces. But in actual fact, you're probably tidy compared to a hoarder, right? It's just yeah. you're comparing yourself to your mum. We always compare ourselves to people that we think are better off than us. Not to people or who do a are better job than us. Yeah, monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I do get that, but the the thing is, it's not something that I can just let go. Really, it does need to be addressed because it does affect here. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like going to school, isn't it, and not doing your homework till the last minute. That's yeah. been in your head all that time. Yeah. I've done my homework. I've done my homework. You know, and something. Um, what would satisfy that little thing? Because. I'm 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 hearing that in actual fact, you know it would be better if you did the dishes and you know it would be better if maybe you just put 15 minutes aside every day and you have a little tidy up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I'm hearing that you would feel better for that, right? And so it is literally about going, right, let's actually put something in place then. Yeah. Let's actually do something. I mean, for me, um, I get up, have my breakfast, all that, and then I do 15 minutes where I do the litter tray, I wipe down the work surfaces, I run the hoover over downstairs, and then I come and make the bed. That's my little thing in the morning. So I know, right, that's it. When we go to bed at night, wipe the surfaces down, run the hoover over, fluff the blankets, good to go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, for us, we do have a cleaner come in, you know, twice a week, and she does the bathrooms. Um, it's because I'm so busy. I haven't got time to be doing that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, so so it is about finding that sweet spot for you where you know that you've done it because I know you want to do it, but not at the point where you've done it and then you still think you've got to do more, if that makes sense. Yeah, I suppose it's getting, I need to get myself into a routine of doing things. Yeah, 
a habit. Uh, yeah, a, a new habit of when the clothes come out of the dryer, you know, the folded ones can go in the cupboard and then you iron them, you put them away or whatever it is you do. And I need to get into a habit of, of doing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the ironing bit, yeah, I mean, I, I, we don't, I don't iron. I refuse to iron because my mother ironed everything, even underwear and tea channels. Yeah, my mum did as well. <laughs> and that's how we learned to iron. We just we had to iron dad's pants, boxer shorts and tea towels. <laughs> I, I do that. But here's the thing, right? My mum, she raised us too. Dad was working and, you know, so she had the time to do that. Yeah. But it's different nowadays. We're not in the 1950s or the 1960s anymore where mum stayed at home and, and just Life is did so that. Life is so busy. different. So mm. different. So trying to compare yourself to somebody else's circumstances back then. Did your mum work at all or? Uh, she, well, she didn't work until we were sort of into senior school, really. Right. So she, had, she worked. Yeah. So, she, so she was at home for a lot of the time. Yeah. I mean, she worked in a way she child mind and do different things like that. But, yeah. Yeah. but did she have a completely different life to you? What do you mean? Like you, you work, right? Yeah. You're on your own, right? Yeah. You've got boys, right? Yeah, completely. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Exactly. And so we've got two completely mm-hmm. different lives. So what yeah. we have to be able to do is go, right, how can I make sure that I do the things I know I need to do, right? My way. Mm-hmm. You are Joanne. You've got a completely different life compared yeah. to this, right? Yeah. And I know that you can do this. I know you can get it done. If you find it boring, put some music on. Put a podcast Audio. on. Oh, there's a really good podcast you can listen to. It's called Fit Mind Project. It's okay. not a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what I mean? Listen to a podcast or, you know, put one of your things on Netflix or something where you can listen to it in the background or you might have mm-hmm. a PodMap um, podcast or a diabetes podcast or something like that where you can actually feel like you're doing something rather than just, like, mindless wasting your time stuff. Yeah. You know, I think that's one of the big habits for you to... And, again, like, did you hear what we were saying to Jane about self-starters? Yeah. I think that would be a really good thing for you as well, do you know what I mean, to get self-starters? And with self-starters, we've got to be really disciplined with them because every time you say that self-starter, we have to do that. Okay. Yeah, so we commit to it. So as soon as I say, right, Baz, just fucking ding, ding, I, that means I have to stand up and I have to move my body. Okay. Because if I keep saying ding, 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 and I don't do anything, that self-start becomes less powerful each time I do it. So okay. we need to keep the power behind that self-start. But as soon as you say it, you have to move your body. Okay? Otherwise it yeah. doesn't lose its power. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. And I think... Have I have I um, shared with you the um, my video on anchoring? Yes, you have. You've seen that, yeah. So we can use that as well. Anchoring good feelings to stuff. So if if have we put it in the group? Thank you. Yeah, if not, I will re put it in the groups because that's a brilliant one just to help you with self starters, make you feel good, do a certain move, feel good about it, and then that's going to trigger us to take action. Okay. Cool. Any questions? First no. of all, does that help, Joanne? 
Yeah, it does. Or maybe I've got that that board thing, that uh, whiteboard that I bought. Yeah. yeah. And maybe I need to put something, start with a little routine on there or something. Brilliant. Well, what we're going to... morning. Yeah, what we're, we're going to be helping week. you guys with next week, because this is what this is leading on to, and you'll go, okay. ah, next week. Do you know what I mean? It's very clever. Um, we're going to get you to bookend your day, which means you have a morning routine and an evening routine. And basically what that does, it helps set you up and finish you so that you don't end up carrying shit over to the next day. Now, Jane, it's going to be a little bit different for you. So you might have a work ABC and you might have a home ABC. Mm -hmm. So we need to have a look at what that could be for you. So when that comes up, I want you to be thinking, right, what are the different scenarios where I have... When I'm away, when I'm at home. You know, we had a lady who would work in London one day, Manchester the other day, Birmingham the other day. So it's like, right, you need a routine for all of those then so you're not just like, ah, you know, kind of freaking out and stuff. So just bear that in mind when that comes up, all right? And I, I think I think Jane's the only one that I've applied to at the moment, but we'll see if something else could come up. So, yeah. Cool. Does that help, um, Joanne, answer your question? Yep. No, that's brilliant. Super, super. super. I'm just watching these two. They're making some strange noises. They're just talking to each other. They don't talk to each other. Cats. Yeah, cats. So, anyway. I'll tell you a brilliant, brilliant call today, Yeah, really good call. Really good. Yeah. Thank you very much. Is everyone feeling okay to leave the call? Yeah. Yes. Good. And have we got something we can take away to implement from the yep, call? Yeah, Awesome. That's awesome. what it's all about. Cool. All right, ladies. Well, look. Um, uh, have a great week. Have a great week. You know where we are. Jane, safe flight home. Thank and, you. Uh, and we'll see you guys a bit later. But you know where we are if you have any questions, all right? Thank you, guys. Thanks for Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.